climate change is a huge challenge but it can be brought in line if government businesses and individual can work together said by richard branson founder of virgin group welcome back listeners to the new episode of talking climate change with yashnegi in previous episode we discussed about biofuel in this episode we'll talk about bioenergy let's begin so as we all know that bioenergy a renewable energy source derived from biological material from living or recently living organisms such as wood waste hydrogen gas and alcohol fuel is known as biomass energy biomass is commonly plant matter grown to generate electricity or produce heat in this sense living biomass can also be induced as plants that can also generate electricity while still alive the most con- conventional way in which biomass is used however still relies on direct incineration bioenergy would become the most potential renewable energy for whether wind power or photovoltaic would be restricted by the nature thus cannot provide stable power while biomass energy is the only renewable energy that can be used in the form of gas liquid or solid state stage it could replace the fossil fuel lead a positive influence on the control of the greenhouse gases across the globe the biomass produced through photosynthesis is about 200 gigatons or 99 gtce per year if 10% of the biomass is utilized more than 4 gigatons of fuel ethanol and other bioenergy products can be produced equivalent to 4.13 gigatons of petroleum consumed by the world in 2014 therefore bioenergy can be feasibly alternative to fossil energy according to the greenhouse gas bulletin 2014 published by world meteorological organization which is also known as wmo concentration of a major greenhouse gases hit another record in 2014 with the average concentration of co2 ch4 and nitrous oxide being 397.7 multiplied by 10 to the power minus 9 constituting 143% 254% and 121% of the pre-industrial level respectively derived from more observation ipcc fifth assessment report ar5 proves that the world continues to become warmer ar5 analysis analyzes the causal relationship between human activity and global warming and highlights the urgency of mitigating climate change and minimizing greenhouse gas emissions it also suggests the prerequisite for the world temperature rise to be no more than 2 degrees celsius after more than two centuries of industrial civilization humans have to struggle with a carbon challenge that is the ever increasingly serious concern about the environment and climate brought about by application of fossil energy which has fueled significant progress of the society the future sustainability of china and even the earth calls for human to turn from industrial to ecological civilization based on a new energy revolution that uses green and low carbon energy in the place of high carbon ones xia yang jiang predicted that by 2030 non fossil energy most being renewable will become comparable to coal oil and gas and other fossil energies accounting for 20 to 25% or even 30% and boosting an annual supply of more than 1.5 gtc by 2050 new and renewable energies will account for one third or even half in the second half of the 21st century the energy system will be sustainable as it will be primarily composed of new and renewable energies the economic and social growth will no longer rely on the limited non-renewable resources on the earth and co2 emissions will approach zero 
this will be in line with the trend of new energy revolution and the adaptation to climate change around the globe. When plants grow through photosynthesis with sunlight, solar energy is stored in the form of chemical energy in biomass and can be converted to conventional fuel of solid, liquid or gaseous state. Because sunlight and its energy are inexhaustible, bioenergy is consequently called renewable. This is the one and only way for carbon to be renewable in nature. The 2016 Intended Nationally Determined Contribution, which is also known as INDC, defined under the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change. Conference of the Parties COP21 will not reach global greenhouse gas emission targets of 2 degrees Celsius. Sustainable biomass production can make a significant contribution. Substantive evidence exists that many bioenergy cropping systems can bring multiple benefits and offset environmental problems associated with fossil fuel usage as well as intensive food production and urbanization. The sustainable production of biomass requires appropriate policies to secure long-term support to improve crop productivity and also to ensure environmental as well as economic and social benefits of bioenergy cropping system. So continuous support for cropping, infrastructure, agricultural management and related policy is needed to foster pos positive synergies between food crops and bioenergy production. In comparison to fossil fuel, biofuel have many positive environmental benefits. Potential negative effect caused by land use change and agriculture intensification can be mitigated by agroecological zoning, best management practices, the use of eco-hydrology and biodiversity-friendly concept at field, watershed and landscape scale. Global climate and environmental changes related to the use of fossil fuel and inequitable development make it unethical not to pursue more equitable energy developed that induces bioenergy. To achieve sustainable development, competitiveness and cost of bioenergy production need to be addressed in a manner that considers not only economic gain but also development of local knowledge and social and environmental benefit. At present, bioenergy primarily includes a highly commercialized fuel which is ethanol, industrial marsh gas known as biogas and biodiesel as well as compressed solid fuel, biomass gasification gasification for electric power generation and bio oil produced through thermal cracking. All these type of bioenergy have been used in different economic sector. At the present stage, the main products of global biomass are going through a shift from the first bioenergy generation to the second. The first bioenergy generation or the traditional bioenergy is using agricultural products and their byproducts as raw material. It has been industrialized with commonly improved industry chain in many countries such as the United States and Brazil, while the first generation is facing serious problem during the industrial development. It requisitions the agricultural products which were to use for human consuming and food processing may result problems such as food safety and price rising. Also, the first bioenergy generation may result in the secondary environmental pollution during its production. Regarding the possible limitation, many attentions are paid to the second bioenergy generation, which mainly focuses on the development of lignocellulosis. Nowadays, the second generation is still in the technological innovation stage. Most of the enterprises are facing negative profit situation. Thus, it haven't been properly industrialized. While it is no doubt that the second bioenergy generation is the inevitable trend in the bioenergy development. In the global energy system, the first biomass generation has become the second largest energy supplier ranking behind the fossil fuel. 
According to the statistics from Renewable 2013 Global Status Report released from Renewable Energy Policy Network for the 21st century, among 2011 global energy consuming fossil fuel has been the first time took proportion under 80% renewable energy has been the first time to supply more than 19% of all the energy with the 9.3% contribution from traditional biomass energy. In addition, the International Energy Agency, which is IEA, predicts to the year 2050, the annual global biomass energy prediction, uh, production may reach 1,500 multiplied by 10 to the power 18 joules, which is a lot. From the view of global bioenergy industry distribution, it is concentrated in some developed countries and areas with less energy but abundant biomass material. From the point of production scale, the total biomass ethanol production of the United States and Brazil has accounted for 70% of global output. From the bioenergy consuming proportion, Finland and Sweden stand in the top. In the total energy consumption of Finland, more than 12% are provided from biomass energy. Bioenergy is commonly recognized as green as it's low CO2 and SO2 emissions. CO2 is a dominant greenhouse gas and SO2 is the main reason for acid rain. Recently, many research researchers have issues on bioenergy. The main focus is environmental issues such as CO2 emissions. The growth of biomass need to absorb CO2 from the air. So theoretically, biomass energy has less CO2 and net emissions than fossil fuel. While these researches only considered a certain stage of biomass energy. Uh, for example, the grow abstract and consuming process, the precisely analysis should take the whole life circle into account and should consider the results of land use change in CO2 emissions. Energy consumption patterns in OECD and non-OECD countries show that most increase in energy use will take place in developing countries because there is a direct relationship between energy consumption and economic activity. Increased consumption brings opportunities for human development, better education levels and improved public health. With the advent of global trade as practiced in the last 15 years, where lowest cost of products was practiced for economic benefits without accounting how damaging to the environment this would be. More critical analysis are looking at the sustainable production and consumption patterns that are beneficial all around and that consider the comparative, comparative advantage of nations. For instance, in the case of biomass and bioenergy, Developing countries that have adequate land and water may be more suitable to produce bioenergy. Moreover, increasing energy demand for development in non-OECD countries makes it critical that they have access to sustainable energy sources. Otherwise, they will be pushed to use fossil energy and thereby compromise global efforts to reduce emissions of greenhouse gases. Fortunately, several alternatives exist to increase the share of renewables in the energy matrix, including various bioenergy options and developing countries' investment in renewables surpassed those of developed countries in 2015, representing 19.2% of the share of global fina final energy consumption. Bioenergy initiatives exist in several countries in the world that contribute to a significant share of their energy matrix providing liquid biofuel, bioelectricity, biogas and heat. Provided that good management practices are followed and efficient systems are used, bioenergy can have several added benefits besides energy security including food security, climate security and sustainable development. And we know that based on the 2016 INTCs, even the 
global greenhouse gas reduction target of 2 degrees Celsius will not be reached without bioenergy. Sustainable biomass production can make a significant contribution to climate change mitigation while also providing diversification of energy resources in the long term. Major global greenhouse gas emission scenarios shows that a primarily energy use average contribution of 25% from bioenergy is possible. Example, IEA, Global Energy Assessment, IPCC, OECD, as well as Greenpeace and the World Wildlife Fund as well. In the ER5 and the IPCC synthesis report, bioenergy coupled with carbon capture and storage, which is known as CCS, have a major role to play, principally if nations did not start leveling trans tra uh, did not start leveling emissions by 2030. Very likely with the current pledge pledges, unconstrained emissions would require significant negative emissions from com commodity scale bioenergy and CCS. Among other carbon dioxide reduction technologies, the UN Sustainable Development Goal and its 17 global aspirational goal that includes climate action for securing livelihood for centuries to come suggest that we have a moral duty to develop and supply large-scale bioenergy in ways that improve social development and foster significant sequestration of fossil carbon emissions. One of the first issues that must be addressed is that the production of liquid renewable fuels to help mitigate climate change and biofuel is essential for two reasons. First, it represents the only renewable energy source that can provide up to 27% of the world transport fuel, predominantly aviation, shipping and long distance and road sectors, currently derived from fossil fuels. Such use of biofuel can lead to a reduction of 2.1 gigaton of CO2 in the atmosphere per year, which is in a very huge quantity. Second, biofuel provides renewable energy services in a way that can also generate wealth and contribute to sustainably improving human well-being both now and in the longer term in ways that are not observed with other renewable energy options. Besides greenhouse gas reduction, substantive evidence exists that bioenergy brings multiple benefits that can offset environmental problems associated with fossil fuel, intensive food production and urbanization. Examples range from reduction of pollution in urban centers to increase agricultural efficiency in rural areas that benefit from improved energy access and poverty elevation. Although several feedstock options are already available at commodity scale, continued efforts are needed to develop and or improve crop and forestry system that can produce bioenergy and do some and do so more efficiently. Second generation biofuel, which is lignocellulosic biofuel, present a way to achieve the required higher productivity and provide environmental benefits. Advanced biofuels such as sugarcane ethanol that are technologically mature and provide high yield per hectare are already making important contributions that help meet greenhouse gas reduction targets. Some first generation biofuel display characteristics that put them on par with second generation biofuel in terms of emission, sustainability and positive social impact. That is why the definition of advanced biofuel refers to the resulting characteristics of the fuel in terms of requirement of sustainability and emissions mitigation rather than the technological route in which biofuels are produced or which feedstock is used. It is a sustainable outcome that matters not the specific technology by which the biofuel is produced. Bioenergy efficiency both affects and is affected by regional development. In developing countries, bioenergy inefficiency is related to 
infrastructure problems but positive effects can occur if technological training and education are provided in developed countries where technology and infrastructure are in place competition becomes the main problem since commodities are volatile and market dependent currently conventional technologies to produce bioenergy from agriculture and urban waste and traditional feedstocks such as sugarcane are mature and can be applied to many regions with positive benefits by taking advantage of learning from experience such as brazilian ethanol program or example of biogas production around the world double cropping for anaerobic digestion of animal manure and crop residues is a conventional technology that is ready to produce much more bioenergy more sustainably if it is combined with better farm management practices in an italian biogas biogas program farmers grow their usual food crops in the regular growing season but then produce a second or double crop during the period when the land is normally left unplanted the double crop is harvested and stored on farm and then fed to an anaerobic digester along with various wastes to produce biogas the biogas is burnt on farm to produce electricity for the grid the liquid fraction of the digester effluent is used to drip irrigate the field to recycle crop nutrients and in solid fraction of the effluent is incorporated into the soil thereby potentially sequestering carbon and improving soil fertility less dependence on purchase fertilizer improves farm economics as does the existence of a second crop revenues from the generated electricity that is sold to the grid the presence of the double crop does much to reduce soil erosion and limit the transport of pollutants to groundwater and surface waters thus many aspects of sustainability are met large amounts of renewable energy or product carbon is sequestrated rural development is fostered and water quality is improved this example shows the power of the circular economy where waste do not exist currently the source of biomass is mainly agricultural crops farms would damage the forest and grassland when plant the crops thus result in the carbon from forest and grassland to enter the atmosphere if take this part into consideration you know co2 net emissions from the conversion of crops to bioenergy would not be less than fossil fuel therefore to precisely calculate the co2 net emissions of the bioenergy it is needed to monitor and observe the whole carbon cycle caused by the biomass energy development and consumption the co2 net emissions would be different for different produce method this offspring or destroying the local vegetation to grow crops and produce bioenergy its co2 net emissions would be larger than the fossil fuel utilizing local biomass and waste from agriculture and forest its co2 emissions would be reduced reclaiming land and grow proper plants to supply bioenergy the co2 emissions co2 net emissions would be even lesser to achieve sustainable development competitiveness and the cost of productions are important but not the only goals in the short term it takes time to develop local knowledge work ethics and social benefits market forces and the commoditization of biofuel and solid biomass pellets contribute to regional and global development collaborative government should promote market development and develop with the private sector a sustainable infrastructure for the distribution of products of the bioeconomy again implementation and scale up bioenergy possesses different challenges in developing and developed countries while low income and middle income regions are more vulnerable to impacts such as climate change the industrialized world is more dependent on global connection and markets the significant capital loss of the developed countries in the 2010 and 2016 period is partially due to 
rejection of non-sustainable fossil practices. For instance, Norway divesting its US dollar 9 billion pension fund of coal, oil and gas investment, where sustainable bioenergy can offer a safe haven for institutional investors, pensions funds and the like. Even though the use of different forms of bioenergy has grown worldwide, this occurred mainly when some special property that is the ethanol high octane number could be transformed into economic benefit. To compete with oil low prices which have estimated subsidies in the range of over US dollar 5 billion per year, it is necessary to put into perspective climate change and add cost for coping with externalities in the use of fossil fuel. Bioenergy alone can play an important role in adaptation to climate change, but its continued deployment will require large investment until a technology reaches maturity, representing a high capital risk. Similarly, large investments are needed for carbon dioxide capture and storage, which is also known as CS, CCS, in geological sequestration and long-term technological development of the integrated system. We will not meet energy demand without bioenergy if we want to adapt and mitigate climate change. Even if we do not meet perfectly all five requirements stated by Nerf Field Council on Bioethics, we still have a duty to develop bioenergy to adapt and mitigate. Science will play a major role to develop bioenergy to adapt and mitigate new ways, greenhouse gas emission and overcome negative impacts of bioenergy production as well as to provide knowledge for as well informed decision making process that will assist participatory governance and public policy development and implementation. The recent investment decline in the bioenergy expansion worldwide provides a sample evidence that the growth of bioenergy could be curtailed. Rather, the real danger is that bioenergy development will proceed slowly, slowly and that a key strategy for climate change mitigation and adaptation will be effectively taken off the table. The way forward for the sustainable expansion of bioenergy requires careful planning across multiple agencies of government since the bioeconomy develops in the nexus of land, water, agriculture, forestry and related sectors possessing complex questions to policymakers. It is important that science is designed according to deliver the much needed guidance and technologies to develop to bridge the knowledge gaps. There is need for integration and of sciences for bioenergy to achieve its maximum benefit and a much deeper analysis of social and environmental benefit. While a lot has been communicated on the potential negative aspect, a stronger effort must be made to communicate the cases of success and good practices. Bioenergy needs to be considered an integral part of strategic planning for a low carbon economy and can contribute with a large share of the global bioeconomy development if long-term policies are in place. Understanding the dynamics of cost and benefit along the entire production chain in integrated assessment, especially concerning the social implications of bioenergy can help the assessment of risk and contribute to the emergence of appropriate financing schemes. One example was created synergistically by partnership below 50 of the World Business Council for Sustainable Development, which is also known as WBCST. Roundtable for Sustainable Biomaterial RSP and Sustainable Energy for All C for All for global collaboration to promote the best of breed of sustainable fuel that can achieve a significant carbon reduction and scale up their development. So, bioenergy can contribute to present and future societal needs in many contexts. Existing mutual technologies illustrate how sustainable bioenergy production can be expanded. The use of integrated landscape biomass production for multiple uses including energy can decrease negative impacts. Besides greenhouse gas 
gases reduction bioenergy brings added benefits that are not observed with other renewable energy options so this brings us to the last part of this episode so here's a conclusion so the united nations climate change conference in paris has reached a historical agreement in reducing co2 emissions in which biomass energy would play a key role biomass energy would become the most potential renewable energies for whether wind power or photovoltaic would be restricted by the nature thus cannot provide stable power while biomass energy is the only renewable energy that can be used in the form of gas liquid or solid state it could replace the fossil energy redeposit influence on the control of greenhouse gases all the questions and debates exist biomass energy has positive impacts in replacing traditional fossil energy optimizing energy structure and reducing greenhouse gases the future biomass energy police framework should take comprehensive considerations to deal with the factors such as climate change secure energy safety protect the ecological environment and secure crop safety and maintain economical stability cut down its cut down its negative influence on society economy and environment currently the global oil is at low position and biomass energy industry development is facing both technical and economic pressures taiwan group demonstrate with their industrial experiences that only by applying all round methods of bioafrenery and comprehensive utilization can the new industry has break through in the economic index and compete with the traditional fossil energy the biomass produced through photosynthesis is about 200 gigatons or 99 gtc per year in 2014 the world consumed coal oil and gas of about 13 g2e if 10% or 20 gigatons of the biomass is utilized more than 4 gigatons of fuel ethanol and other bioenergy products can be produced equivalent to the 4.13 gigatons of petrol consumed by the world in 2014 therefore bioenergy can be feasibly alternative to fossil energy so this brings us to the last of our podcast bioenergy i hope you guys liked today's episode of podcast which was on bioenergy in context to climate change do follow me on twitter for daily climate change news any suggestions suggestions are always welcome to the email id given in, given in the description below and don't forget to check out my website on climate change and technology which is known as climatology.in thank you guys for giving your valuable time it really means a lot to me and i will catch you guys in the next episode of talking climate change with yashnegi thank you everyone